Welcome back to AnimeCons TV. My name is Doug Wilder. I know it's been a while since we've had a chance to do some episodes, partially because there haven't been too many conventions, but things are starting to get rolling again, and we have a new episode out with you. We finally got to talk to our friend Katie Hunt, who has been running the Convention Confessional podcast, which is a one that you should listen to if you haven't already. So I got a chance to talk with her and take a look. Let us know what you think. Hey everybody, it's been a while. We're back at AnimeCons TV, and today we're talking with uh, one of our good friends of the pod, um, someone that is well overdue for getting on this, and someone that's been a lot more regular about posting uh, convention updates and podcast episodes than us these days. It's our <laughs> friend Katie Hunt from the Convention Confessional Podcast, as well as many other places. How you doing, Katie? I'm good. How are you, Doug? I'm doing very well. <laughs> so, um, first off, Katie, one thing mm -hmm. I like to try and ask everyone is, what was your first convention? Um, my first convention was actually Anime Boston 2004. Um, I considered myself a cosplayer before that, but then I found out conventions existed in 2003, uh, but I didn't end up going in 2000. 2003 because I decided having a part in a really crappy musical was a better idea. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> so 2004 was my official first convention. Okay, so you, you did cosplay before that, so did you like do any events or is it just more like It was more like Halloween convention, kind of like I dressed up as anime characters at like Halloween um um, you know, high school parties and stuff, but it was like yeah. I never went as like your random like I'm a cowboy. Or, I'm just a witch. Like, I was literally a character from an anime, and people would just be like, what are you dressed as? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> All right. uh, so you've been going to conventions for, for a while. You've probably seen a bunch. Um, mm. Have you seen stuff you wish more conventions would do, or maybe some conventions would do less? Like, any trends in one direction or the other? Um, I mean, yeah, I've been going to conventions since 2004, and I mean, the evolution of conventions over the last 20 almost years, like 18 to 20-ish years, um, has been drastic as felt like, you know, as far as like inclusion and in things and like fixing mistakes that some things might have. Um, some conventions evolve a lot better than other conventions, but as far as like things I would like to see more of, um, I mean... I'm always down for more like cosplay events of some kind, like inclusion of some kind. Um, even though it's like a big part of the convention, it's just like my bread and butter personally. And I feel like, you know, having different, like not events oriented so much, but maybe just like some more panels that are like accepted that are, you know, helping newer cosplayers out or helping people like, you know, make masquerade skits if they'd like to get into that. Um, just in that aspect of things. But honestly, as far as like conventions go, I, like I said, I feel like they've all kind of improved upon like inclusivity and, you know, um, hygiene and, <laughs> 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 and you know like making sure that um the people that attend are taken care of i feel like that's a big thing now at conventions because before it was just you went you had fun and now a lot of times you go to conventions and you see like there's more food carts for people or there's more like dining options or they pick convention centers because there's more hotel space or there's more like places in the area people can go to take care of themselves kind of thing so that's nice yeah i the, you mentioned the evolution part and i think that's really interesting because Conventions definitely have evolved in the time 
like as you know, I started cons not that long before you, but just seeing like how much of that has been a factor and people just figure things out. And um, it also feels like the conventions that were very stubborn and kind of refused to change, like this is the way we are doing this because this is the way we've always done it. Are the conventions that either fell apart or had a lot bigger decline in attendance and stuff like that because you had to evolve. You had to really realize that. So that is a cat. <laughs> like not now wash. No, exactly. That's what I mean. It's just, you know, like people that evolve with their people, you know, like, and that's what you need to do with conventions. It's like, you're always a growing working machine to make things work. You have to move with the times. Yeah. The, the other thing I will say, and, I am thinking of one specific convention, and but I'm not going to name them because uh, <laughs> I'm too nice. Is there there's certain conventions where they get known for a certain part of fandom or a certain thing, and they almost refuse to embrace that, mm-hmm. and it gets really frustrating because it's like if you're you're getting known for this thing, and it's a good thing, why not just go all in? And yes, you want to have other programming, but own it this is you know what makes your event great and i think you know acknowledging that's gonna get even more people in there and more people interested yeah exactly it's like you know if that's your if like your thing is something that you're niche and you're known for it and you're good at it do what you're good at like don't Mm. go and like you know try to try things like don't not try to do like new things but if you're something there's you're really good at keep that as your focus because if you like, if you stray out too much, and this goes for anything in life, not just conventions, if you stray out too far away from it, you're going to, one, lose people, you're going to lose steam, and you're going to, you know, just mess everything up. <laughs> Spread yeah. yourself too thin, I think, is the term we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, so for those of people who haven't been lucky enough to listen to Convention Confessional yet, what is that podcast? Can you give us a little bit of a preview or... Well, first of all, if you're not listening to it, shame on you, because not to yep. toot my own horn, toot toot. I don't know, it's just, it, it came to me, honestly, it's one of those things that I wish I had started almost another year ago, back when the pandemic had first happened. One, because I would have caught a hell of a lot more people at home, and they would have had no excuse but to be on it. <laughs> but two, um, what I love about it is, like, it's, I've listened to a lot of, like, podcasts that are, like, cosplay podcasts, or convention podcasts, but my focus in mine is just the stories. I love people have all these different stories, especially within our friends group, as we well know, because you've guessed it on a few times. We've had several guests from the anime, TVs, cons, podcasts um, <laughs> on the show. Uh, but we've all been in the convention game for so long. It's just like, you don't have normal experiences where you like, I went to a convention, I saw things, and then I came home. That's not it. Like, those aren't the stories no one cares about. People want the drama. They want the tea. They want, like, the shit storms. They want... <laughs> And we have those stories because we've been doing this for so long. So it kind of started as a way for me to like, you know, reconnect with my friends. But now I've expanded out and I've actually found people who have listened and just found it on their own that have come onto the show to be like, I have a story. I'm like, I'm here (laughs) and I'm ready. It's a safe space. It's a safe space to share your stories about good, bad and ugly convention experiences. (laughs) (laughs) So what I mean, you mentioned a little bit of the drama and as uh, and everything, Mm -hmm. What do you think, like, are kind of the elements of a good convention story? Aside from the, well, not, shouldn't do that ever again. (laughs) 
<laughs> which I mean are also really good stories. Like I am now this old and I will never do this again. Um, I mean, anything that makes a story, like I said, is basically not like your typical story. Not like a, I went to a panel and it was awesome. I'm like, great. Don't care. <laughs> like, I want to hear about, you know, I, I feel like I love the drama. You can't help but love the drama stories. I mean, come on. Like if you've got a really good drama story and you're just sitting there like, what? <laughs> um, but I also love a good feel-good story. Like, I can't help it. I love people that, like, do, like, the really good charity thing or, like, help somebody out or, um, I mean, a little suspense is good, getting trapped in an elevator um, and not knowing if you're going to die as it plummets in the Marriott <laughs> in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I mean, I've had several good stories on there, bad roommate stories. Um, you know, people in restrooms and that's where I'll end it but you get the idea where you're <laughs> trapped trapped yeah. Doug the PTSD is real like <laughs> but I mean I feel like again anything that's not your typical just like I went and did a and b thing like it makes a good story everything's good entertainment if it's not your story and someone's willing to share a story it's good entertainment <laughs> well and like I I feel like just from my own convention experience like the bad, like, there, there's definitely some, like, really good moments that I've had that I've enjoyed. But those bad moments, I think part of being able to talk about them is kind of like, if you can tell the story and laugh about it, it does kind of help you move on from it. Oh, 100%. So many people I've encountered, they, they're based their, something on one bad experience. And it could be a very legitimate bad experience. But they kind of base that whole thing of like, well, I mean, I, I hate to always bring this up, but, uh, you know, 2008 Anime Boston and, you know, the infamous one that LineCon, as people always call it, and that's their only basis for Anime Boston. It's like, guys, that was that was over 10 years ago now. <laughs> we have to let it go. <laughs> yeah. If that is your only reason to refuse to go to this con because of that that experience when it's like, especially... I see this with people that are local to the convention. It's like you don't ha you could commute in. You don't even have to get a hotel room. You could go to the con. You could still see this. And it's like, nope, it was bad back bad in 2008. I never going to go back. And it's just, it feels like you're shooting yourself in the foot when you could have that good time. And yeah. again, I think a lot of people, you know, have those moments where it's just like, you know what, this crazy thing happened. I learned from it. And now I know how to do things better. I mean, right. Cosplayers are another one I would say where something didn't work. You know, you try you tried to put it together, it fell apart on you, or you waited to the last minute. Like, well, that that was stupid. Now I know I'm not going to wait to the last minute. Yeah. Or, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spirit gum something to my head and have it bleed. <laughs> I'm not gonna put a pick in my hair and rip all the hair out of the front of my head. Exactly. <laughs> I have a bald spot for two years. I love you, Jess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, and like I said, first, the reason it's called convention confessional is because it's kind of like, I'm taking you to church. It's like, go ahead, tell me all about it. Let's get it all out of the way. You know, it's like, confess, like, let's hear it. Like, what's good experiences, bad experiences. And I mean, like I said, I've had my fair share of bad experiences, some of which I don't actually talk about on the podcast because I can't for certain reasons. We all know that. Like, a plethora of, like, like, we could have, like, a whole year's worth if we wanted to, Doug, you know? But, like, <laughs> again, it's just I feel like it's just nice to have, like, a safe space where people can be like, let me just share this ridiculous story. And then usually by the end of it, we're laughing about it going, wow, that was bad. And I was like, yeah, but see, you feel better about talking about it. And it's like, yeah, you know, it helps. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. 
We have yeah. moved on. Yeah. Absolve your, your, your convention sins. Yeah, right. Go. <laughs> go. Eat your Pocky. Yeah. Say your seven, I don't know, <laughs> deadly sins. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instead of Hail Marys, it's Hail Mongas. Yeah, Hail Mongas. <laughs> go read the good book. <laughs> oh, I'll just pick one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, I loved it. I love the podcast. I love having everybody on there. And like I said, it's just good like reconnecting people. And now that it's actually been on for a year, um, the fan base has grown on it. So it's kind of nice. People are actually kind of reaching out and being like, Hi, I've been listening this whole year. Can I come on your show? I'm like, Yes. Absolutely. Yes, please come on my show. I hate talking to myself. <laughs> um one of the things I was going to ask, though, is we talk about, like, good convention moments. Do you have, like, a crowning moment of awesome or, like, one, like, best moment for you out of a convention that you th- remember, like, or one that just sticks out? Like, maybe not number one, but high on the list. Uh, I mean, I have I have a couple. Um, so I've been hosting conventions since about 2006. Six, 2007 um and probably in that time i've had like probably like three really big moments um one big moment would be the first convention that i ever hosted because it was kind of like a um I, it was kind of like a I can do it moment because i there was a time that i would try to think that i was funny Doug, I thought I was funny. And um, the people that I was entertaining to were not the right crowd of people. Um, and they really tore me down and were just like, no, you should never host anything. Like, you're not funny. And I was like, cool. Awesome. Good to know. Like, I'm not funny. Got it. So when it was presented to me to host my first convention, it was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? Like, I was already told that I am like no good at this. And that first time that you host and all of a sudden it's just like a room falls in love with you and you're like, okay. Like, what was, why did I listen to people? Like, obviously I was just not like for that crowd of people. Like this, these are my people. Like, hello, my people. So like definitely that first, like first time I hosted was awesome. Just for clarification, like hosting a masquerade. Yeah. Masquerade. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say my next one, um, a couple of years ago, I, um, got accepted to work for anime Boston. Um, as you know, as the, um, assistant MC, (laughs) Uh, and again, it was like that. Mo- it was almost having that first moment all over again because I knew what I was doing. I knew that I could do it. I've worked like a couple of conventions in that many years before we got to Anime Boston. But I mean, you're going into a new crowd of people, and that's terrifying. It's a new crowd of people. They don't know you. Nobody likes new mom. No, like no one wants new mom. Like absolutely not. And you just you've got you've got like. 30 seconds to catch people. And if you don't get them in that 30 seconds, you've, you've pretty much got to fight for it. And I remember, cause I've gone back and watched the video now of my first time hosting anime Boston and I get introduced and I walked out and it was like crickets. And I stood there for a second. And I'm just like, <laughs> but then it was okay because again like those 30 seconds of black people like okay we accept it and it's just like the rush that you get from it it was awesome and like i said we, we all won each other over we're all good um and then like i think one of my best moments for me personally um wasn't a hosting thing actually it's kind of like i love cosplaying i like dressing up as different characters i just i do it for me because i love to cosplay but i love doing it for other people 
I'm sure you can understand that because, yeah. you know, being a member of the 501st, like you do it for other people, like seeing yeah. the joy on a child's face or like a person's face because you're just dressed up as a character. Um, and I've had several moments like that um, throughout the years of cosplaying, being different characters. But my number one happened a few years ago um, when Hamilton was big and I'd made my Hamilton costume. Um and I went to a convention and I had worn it a couple times in the weekend. And then you get to the end of the week and you're like, okay, I can't wear this costume anymore. Like I'm going to go wear my normal clothes for the day, be comfortable, whatever. And there was a girl that walked through and she was dressed as um, Angelica <laughs> and really cute pink dress. And she walked by and she recognized me and she was like, Oh my gosh, you were the Hamilton this week. And I was like, I was. And she's like, Oh, I couldn't make it. Like I couldn't make it yesterday. And I wore my costume yesterday. And she's like, and I was so hoping to get a picture with you. And she's, and I was not dressed up at all. Like not at all, Doug. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm sorry. And she's like, that's okay. Like it's no big deal. I'm still having a good time. And she walks away from my dealer's room table and I'm sitting there and I'm just staring across the room and my sister's next to me. And she goes, you're going to change, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I am. And I got up from the table. <laughs> I run upstairs. I put like full contacts, full makeup, full like wig, everything in probably like 15 minutes, right? It was like the best quick change of my life. I come downstairs and I mean, again, she's in a big pink dress. Not going to be hard to find. Not a big convention. Like come downstairs and I found her in one like the little alcoves just like sitting with her friends, like, you know, off to the side. And I just lean against the door frame, and I was just like, I heard someone here was helpless <laughs> and she looks at me and she starts crying and just thanking me. <laughs> like her friends are like, can we get pictures of you? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go get pictures. Like did a whole photo shoot with this girl. And it's just like, I knew in that moment that I had like made this girl's whole convention just like by doing one thing, stabbing myself in the eye, putting contacts back in <laughs> like it's worth it. <laughs> and it was worth it to me. And it's just, like I said, just moments like that. And I, I mean, and like other times, like I did host club in my earlier years and um, um, Mary, I think she's also on AB staff now, but her son, um, youngest son, he dressed up as honey years and years and years ago. And I was Tomicky. And I mean, he was a little kid. So it's like, you know, one of my first conventions and I'm talking to him, I made his day. And like his mother has never let me forget that. She's like, I can't even tell you what it meant to him that you like gave him that attention and like you were that character for him. And I'm just like, you know, that's what it's about for me. It's just, you know, making people happy, entertaining. Like yeah. those are my big moments. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, you just kind of mentioning uh, playing off. One of the things that you made me think about is kind of that. I can do this moment. Those moments kind of sneak up on you sometimes. Like, I'm not a cosplayer. I'm not going to host a masquerade anytime soon, but I do like panels. And the moment when I realized like everyone's like in that room, especially the first couple times, like, wait, they're here to see me. And then halfway through, it's like, they came to see this thing and they're not leaving. They're actually interested. And like a little bit of it is, you know, trade secret of, you fake it till you make it and you're going to make mistakes and you just kind of own it. But there is so much stuff like that where you get just a experience and you realize that how much you've evolved because of the, the work you've done in the convention community. Yeah. Like what, what, whatever angle it is, it can be a co you know, as a costumer, as a panelist or just 
a fan that goes to more uh, events and like has found the type of events they like to do. And there's that little bit, almost that ping of, oh, I wish I could find myself from five years ago and shake them to not do these things because now I do these things and they're awesome. But it's like, (laughs) but you learn, you get better at it. Right. Right. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely like that little bit of like serotonin, like that happens (laughs) with it. And you're like, okay, this is why I do it. Yeah. Like you have like a really dead tired, you work your butt off weekend, but there's always that serotonin moment. You're like, right, this is why I haven't slept yet. (laughs) And and then Monday afternoon hits and you've gone home, you've gotten away from everything and the endorphins just drop. like, oh, oh, now now this is why post-con depression happens. (laughs) Hello, darkness. Try to start planning the next one. (laughs) Get away from me, hollow notes. But uh, you didn't bring up, uh, of course, Anime Boston, which is coming up and very soon, like less than two months at this point. Oh. I'm so excited! It's my first convention back in like three years. Yeah, I mean, I've only I've only done one since uh, everything went crazy. <laughs> since um, the panoramic happened, yeah. Panoramic happened. <laughs> the panoramic happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean. We're both going to be there, and I I understand you've got some stuff in the works there. I do. So um, I'll be doing my regular hosting gig for Masquerade, and I'll be at Cosplay Headquarters all weekend helping out with them. Um, But I got a panel accepted, Anime Boston, this year, and we'll be doing Convention Confessional Live. Oh, boy. I know. You're gonna get it's some like, some, what does convention confessional live entail? It's like, I don't want to say because I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I just encourage everyone to please show up for it and be prepared. Have your stories ready. Yeah, have your notes ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're, we're both on staff. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to plug Anime Boston a little bit. We do have a lot of openings on staff this year. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about trying out for staff... Um, we've unfortunately we haven't gotten past the virtual staff fairs, but if you know anybody on staff or just use the contact form, if there's a position that you see that you're curious about, use the contact form, reach out, ask people. We are we have a deadline this year of April 4th for people to apply, but we would really like to see more people uh, come on this year, especially with so much time away. And the thing I think you'll agree with me here. The thing we kind of say about staff is you get to have a very different kind of fun. You will still have fun, but it'll be a very different style. It's it's family. Yeah. Everyone's there to help everybody, and it's just a good time. Like, you get so, to help people and do things, and if you're lucky, you get to be, like, in, in, like, something that you're really passionate about, too, which they're really good about putting you in something that you're, like, really, like, there for. It's not just kind of, like, stuck around kind of thing. Yeah. And they can also, I would also say, if you're really curious about it, depending on what, there's a lot of places to grow on staff or just your own personal experiences, you'll get a lot out of it that way, too. So we're just going to plug it a little bit here just because we both know how much we've all grown. And I'm sure uh, Pat D, if he was here, he'd be echoing this, too. I mean, he started helped start the convention, so maybe worked out for him. Got to know a couple people here yeah, and yeah. there. He's, like, in the corner over here somewhere, like, yes! Like, <laughs> oh, Pat, we know! <laughs> <laughs> Got it! So, yeah. No, staff, 
Staffing is so much fun. Like going to the convention is fun, but I, again, been going to conventions for years and I got to say staffing a convention is just like a whole different level of fun. Like it's such a good time. It's like anime Boston staff is great. Highly recommend signing up for it and starting off um, with, you know, that convention because you'll, I mean, you'll work other conventions and go, man, this convention, this one's, this one's got it going on. Yeah. We, we're a little spoiled sometimes. Yeah, we're very spoiled. <laughs> okay, so we, so we plugged Anime Boston, but we, of course we got to go back to you. Where can people find out what you're up to and more, and also the uh, Convention Confessional podcast? Um, you can listen to Convention Confessional on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms, as well as over on YouTube. I put the videos up every week as well because you can have a closed caption option over there. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, um, Facebook as Convention Confessional, Twitter as Convention bleh, Convention Conf One, so C O N F One because your name can only be so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we do actually have um, a website as well, um, and you can find us if you Google it, uh, conventionconfessional.com. And um, I do my best to update over there, at least the guests that we've had. Um, it's been a few minutes, but I plan on going in there and updating. You know, how websites go. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Um, well, Katie, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks for having me, Doug. Yay! <laughs> and I'll just say, uh, don't forget to follow us on AnimeCons TV. We're on all the social media platforms that I'm not going to list all of us. As we are slowly getting back to more and more conventions, we're hopefully going to have more and more convention reports and things to talk about. But if you've got... The stories. Yep. And if you've got stuff to talk about, please don't hesitate to send us uh, an email, uh, write us a note. We even have our voicemail line, which I'm sure in editing is going to go like, maybe like right down here or something. Um, and let <laughs> us know what you've been up to. We like hearing from everyone and we're looking forward to getting back in the swing of things as things hopefully keep moving in this right direction. So be, be smart, be safe, and we hope to see you guys soon. See you and later. Thank you again, Katie.